This is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson, and my charming co-host is right across from me, Dave Horowitz. Good evening, Stevie. Oh, professional. Well, I was introduced as charming, and I thought I should try. That was the first, wow, what a basic thing to think of when someone says you're a charming co-host. Anyway, hi. Hi. What a beautiful day it is today in Los Angeles. 99 degrees it was. My car read 102 degrees, and I have a knack for being able to tell what humidity the weather is outside. Mm. It's like a special skill that will get me nowhere. And I was like, it feels like it's 47% humidity outside. Like, it feels extremely high. And you were right? Mm-hmm. 47? Yep. I also can guess people's weights, which also makes me really unpopular at parties. Oh, my. I was going to just have you guess mine, but I don't think it's, I want that. Honestly, it's upsetting. It upsets everybody. The only people it doesn't upset are girls like under 110 pounds. <laughs> All right. Well, off mic, we'll, we'll figure out if you can do it. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I had an adventure. Well, this, that is really upselling what is about to be said. But I, uh, I, <laughs> I had a, a doctor's appointment, and then I, afterwards I got a chopped salad from Chop Stop, which is a place that I really like. Yeah. I really wish there was a chop stop everywhere. I know. We, I wish there was one close to where we live. But instead, you just it just has to be a pleasant surprise out of nowhere. Oh, my God. You can get a chop salad right here. Okay. Uh, so my car was so hot. I was driving home going, oh, I have to pick up a prescription after this. If I leave this salad in my car, it's going to be piping hot by the time I get home. So I walked into the grocery store with my salad under my arm like it was my own small child. That's very cute and safe. Yeah. You don't want to get poisoned by gross, soggy salad. No, no salmonella for me. So is that your food update? (laughs) Yes. I cradled a salad like a child today. That's my food update. What's your relationship update? My relationship update is uh, still putting them brakes on. Good. Just off the apps. Oh, uh, a real update is I, I had a conversation sandwiched between two dads yesterday. So at work, we, I went outside, I sat down, and then uh, one of my coworkers, who's a dad, sat to my right. We started talking. Then another coworker, who's a dad, sat to my left, and they just started having dad chat. These guys are maybe like 10 years older than me, or a little bit less, and just uh, kind of shooting the shit, shooting the breeze. And after a certain point, one of them turns to me and goes, uh, oh, uh, what are you doing? What are you, you dating? What do, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of single. And this guy who, true to form, got together with his significant other before apps, before anything, goes, well, what's going on? I mean, you, you got a job. You got a steady job. His only criteria for why are you single is <laughs> like, what do you mean? You got, a, you got a job? Wait, you have a job, though. This makes no sense. It doesn't I, add up. I was like, I, I know. I'm, You're I, like, it's 2017. Legitimately, somehow I have to be like a unicorn of some kind. I got to be everything yeah. to everyone. Oof. Um, but that was a very funny realization that he was just like, what do you mean? You got a job? You wear shirts. <laughs> um, what are your food and relationship updates? Um, my food updates. I... I've had a lot of meals prepared for me this week, which has been really nice. Ooh, I went on a few dates. Yeah. Um, had some vegetarian meals prepared for me, which was great. That's nice. Um, and I've eaten a lot of salads. It's too hot, I think, in L.A., so I'm craving nothing but salads. Yeah, eating a salad is like laying in some cool grass. It does feel that, that you way. you start eating. <laughs> um, my relationship updates are I'm just dating very casually. I have... No feelings for anyone, and mm. I'm questioning if I'm even attracted to most of the people I'm dating. I am attracted to one of the people I'm dating, and that's pretty much it. Interesting. The, yeah, which is weird, because I think I'm trying to like people for their qualities on paper. Boring. And you can't have sex with paper, says one of my best friends. You can't have sex. I mean, you could try, but paper yeah. cuts, man. It hurts. Ooh. Um, hurts too bad. Yeah. So do that. that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm in this very nice uh, gray area where I just doing what feels good. And I feel very unattached to everything. You're figuring it out. Also one quick, uh, <gasps> uh, update for both of us. Uh, we, we have gone, we're basically in the witness protection program. I've shaved off my beard and you've dyed your hair. Yeah. We're together trying to never be seen again. Yeah. We're trying to evade some mobsters that we pissed off at a gas station. Yeah. So we'll be recording from undisclosed locations from now on. Yes. We won't be mentioning any specific restaurants <laughs> we're walking to anymore. Uh, what made you want to change your hair? Um, I've been like dyeing my hair blonde, like bleaching my hair blonde my entire life. Yes. 
almost all my agents and managers and moms and dads and all those people in my life have always been like, but you're a blonde because you're a blonde because I was like a platinum blonde baby. Yeah. And I'm Swedish. But my roots aren't blonde. They're like light brown, like a warm brown. And I had a realization recently that I was like, why do I look this way for other people? Yeah. And I wanted to do something for myself, even if it upset people or made people feel like, oh, you're better the other way. I wanted to do something for myself. And so I did it. And I got to be real with you. I feel more like myself. Looks great. Thank you. Yeah. I like your shaved beard. Thank you. I did it. Uh, just let's be, just be nakedly honest. It. I look younger with it. And you I was do. like, you know, I'm feeling like uh, I want to actually look my age and maybe not like I'm six years older than I am. Yeah, that's smart. And it uh, feels good. It does, right? It feels good like to make actually, a change. I think it's important. Yeah, I might actually connect with some youths now. Ooh, some 18-year-old girls. No, that is not what I said. That's what Ooh. you said. That is what you said. Take it back. <laughs> Edit point. No Edit take point. Ba- no take backs. <laughs> I'm going to use that as a perfect uh, segue to introduce our guest, one of my best friends in the world. He is a writer. He is a director. He is good at both of those things. He's uh, He opened his home to me when I was cast out on the street mm. like day-old donuts behind a bakery. Took me in, gave me a room until we had to move out because there were hippie squatters living in our backyard. We'll get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented Brooks Morrison. Good evening. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you said. Yeah, that, that is. is. But I feel like there's a there's like a good evening kind of vampire vibe. Yeah, it it's a little sinister. Yeah, yeah, it's a little Vincent Price. It also feels very uh, like like old school. Like no one says good, good evening, evening anymore. It's like hi. Yeah, especially not on a podcast. No, yeah. because people can listen to this shit whenever they want. Right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, they usually in the morning. Yeah, they're usually not supposed to be like good morning or good evening or good night because people could be listening to this any time of the day. That's a good point. It's also six p.m. It's like yeah, evening, it's, but it's not like evening. I'm not yeah. gonna say early. Evening. It's not late yeah. evening. Good late afternoon. Good very late dusk afternoon. Mm, a dusky afternoon. <laughs> now, Brooks, you are. Um, you're a disciplined man. Thank you. You work hard. Thank you. You eat right. I do. You work out a lot. Yes. It's paying off. Come on. Sick gains. Come on. Yeah, you man, I've known you for gains? years. Yeah, this dude's this dude's ripped. Look at him. Uh, um, can we talk about all of this? Okay, so he just he just said so many things that I don't. A lot of things. Yeah. I don't know any of these things about you. So he just said a lot of things. He said that you eat really healthy. Yes. Tell me. Well, okay. So somewhat have to eat healthy due to dietary restrictions but more importantly i've just been uh focusing on being a like more healthy person going to the gym more i started i joined a gym kind of for the first time even though i was part of gyms uh, at other points in my life but i joined a gym in like november so what is that nine ish months ago yeah yeah getting there eight months ago uh, and got like a personal trainer and started wow. like really like watching my protein intake, which I never cared about in my life. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? What do you mean when you watch it? Like, like eating more or I'm eating. Yeah. Like more. My trainer wants me eating like 300 grams of protein a day, which excuse me. Right. That's I barely hit 100. I don't even know if I would hit 75 in Wait, a day. What it's is, hard. Well, what That's is, a lot of protein. Hold on. What is what what lay like, it out? What is, what is 300 grams of protein look like? So like a Chobani yogurt is like 12 grams of protein. <laughs> like oh, no. like a serving like four. <laughs> no, that's so much yogurt. Like I mean, four you know. ounces of chicken is like 20 grams of protein. Yeah. Shit. So, but my I, trainer also grossly underestimates what I want to look like. Like okay. he's he's like a gigantic dude who clearly wants me to be like a gigantic Yeah, like dude. a bodybuilder do and he does like yeah, he does bodybuilding competitions like with his free time and I have to constantly tell him like I don't look, I'm that. a frail, you know, uh small comedy writer. I'm not trying to have a, you know, jacked body. No. I just want to look okay. Yeah, you just want to be like lean and look fit, but like you cannot be a comedy writer and be buff. No, no one would take you no seriously. No one would take me seriously. Everyone right. would just be like Mm, yeah, fuck you. Pass. <laughs> oh, this yeah. guy's actually funny too. I hate him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hate yeah. You so want all yeah, the enemies yeah. get really, really ripped. Yeah, well, I think I like men. Not that it matters what I like because 
no one's doing it for me. But <laughs> I think men look great just like lean. Yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. And I'm not trying to be strong. I just wanted to not be like, you know, uh, chubby or like flappy. Or, yeah. yeah. Just like flappy is a very good word <laughs> yeah. for, what I, for what none of us want to look like. Yeah. yeah I didn't want to look flappy. I'm anymore. trying to consistently always be less flappy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm also too. a small person. So uh, how tall more are like, you? I'm 5'10 or 5'9. Okay. Yeah. okay. You're not that small. Can you guess my weight now that you've already? Honestly, I think I can. Yeah, go <gasps> for it. It won't offend me. Okay. Do I, I need to stand up? I have a dog on my lap. I so. don't want you to stand up. I think I saw you when you came in. I think wow. you're 154. That's pretty close. I'm like 145. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So your Skill. talent is cooler than me being uh, 145 pounds. If <laughs> if I was at the circus, uh-huh. I think it has to be within like under 10 pounds. Oh, then I you would win. I would I win, lose. and you wouldn't get the prize. Ugh. Well, what's the prize? Uh, teddy bear. I could live without a teddy bear. Yeah, we all could. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because I have a lot of teddy bears already. <laughs> My large collection of teddy bears and, yeah. can't get any bigger at this point. Uh, I was. I don't know why, but. I, Earlier today, I was thinking about, did you guys ever have, or do you know anyone who had one of those nets that goes above your bed that yes. you keep stuffed animals yeah, yeah. in? Yes, from bears. like the 100%. corner to the corner? Yeah. Did any of you guys have them? <laughs> I, I didn't one. have them. You did? No. Yeah, I was a tiny little gay boy, confused and <laughs> putting all of my efforts into beanie babies and stuffed animals. Uh, so wait, I had really? multiple nets. Oh, yeah. How, I, wait, what age did you have that? Uh, somewhere between eight and ten. Seven and ten. Well, that's... An interesting thing, because I—I mean, I hope I'm not I hope I'm not overstepping. But when I met you, and you can imply the air quotes, audience, when I met you, you were straight man. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. When did we meet? Uh, yes, years probably. ago. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Explain what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I came out here. I came out to Los Angeles in 2009. And that was also pretty much when I started coming out. And I met you in Boston before that. But, oh, yeah, I guess we did meet prior. So Dave and I went to college together, but five years apart. Okay. Same college, same comedy troupe. Same Same extended group of friends. Like the people that I met when I was leaving were the people that Brooks met when he was like getting established there. Because the people that I met were younger. And then when they became kind of upperclassmen, Brooks came in as an underclassman and met all of them. Okay. And now we all have all those people in common. Oh, how nice. Yeah. And then when everyone kind of moves out, because like everyone from our school moves out to Los Angeles, you all kind of like reconnect and hang out and like do comedy together. And like I knew that Dave and some other folks from... Uh, school, we're all doing like UCB, and so I kind of, I guess I reached out. I don't really remember. I seriously don't remember, but we were immediately like, I mean, it's we're he's buds. Brooks is the kind of person where I was like, oh, I've this is a person like people ask me, like, we went to college together, and we didn't. Yeah, no. we didn't. Really. We just you missed might each well other have. at college. Yeah, by yep. like a full year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't even oh see wow, each other but college. you. But I would see him at you parties. Know he would come to my people. parties. I go to his parties. I yeah. ended up mm-hmm. living with him. Like now, it's as if we did. Yeah, because we have a lot of shared memories. That's wonderful. Right. Okay, yeah. so you're in college, and you think you're straight in college. Um, or did you always know? Oh, I mean, I yeah, I always knew. I guess I was just overcompensating or <laughs> ignoring it or thinking that, like, oh, I'll deal with that later on. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It's funny, like, thinking back now, like, you know, almost 10 years later, being like, what was I doing with my time? Why would I even have been concerned with that? Coming from a very liberal family, going to a very liberal art school. Yeah. The most, yeah, the, the, the jokey, goofy Emerson slogan is gay by May. Yeah, or money yeah. back guaranteed. Yeah. Which yeah. is very silly. I've and heard that about Emerson, which I think is really cool, actually. Like, yeah, I, it's kind of great. Yeah, it's amazing. What a cool place to go. I mean, for all, it gets a lot of guff, sometimes deservedly, but I call, I call it um, theater camp with better equipment mm. because... <laughs> They do. I mean, you can shoot on film, you can shoot on digital, you can learn wow. how to use anything you want to use. Yeah. But the mentality is there's like the comedy troops are the sports teams. Yep. You know, ah. there's like girls soccer is really good. Um, there's I think is there cross country? Like there's a well, couple more importantly, there's Quidditch. Now there's Quidditch. Excuse me? Yeah. And Emerson isn't the only college to have this because they clearly need to like have a uh, I don't know, a collegiate program. Yeah. But yeah, lots of colleges now have Quidditch. Um, Whoa. But Emerson was one of the first schools during Harry Potter mania, which I assume is still going on, 
uh, yeah. to form a Quidditch team and uh, start competing like with other colleges around Boston. I love that so much. And you take five minutes to walk through Emerson. You go, I get it. I get that there's yeah. a Quidditch team here. That makes yeah, sense. you can tell. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I know. I know. Yeah. I know why this is here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it is a very uh, inviting and accepting environment. I love yeah. that. It's great. I love that. Okay, so you dated women in college. I dated women in college. When did you come out? I, I kind of, I started telling people drunkenly when I was like 19, 20, but always, always prefaced it as like, hey, this is a thing that I'm feeling. And it wasn't ever like, I'm gay. It was like, I'm somewhat attracted to men, I think, maybe. And like, yeah. alluded to this idea because it was like, kind of like dipping your toe in the water. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember um, the first time I like really, really came out, I was probably 20. And I was like, hanging out with my friends from home and told one of my best friends from growing up, uh, and he was just like, cool, I don't care. I mean, like, he cares. I love this guy. But he was just like, that's not an issue. Why, yeah. would, why would it be such an issue to you? Uh, and then, yeah, from then on, I kind of just started slowly telling people between, like, 20 and 23. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Isn't that funny, too, that the things that we are so afraid to tell people, when you actually tell them, they're like, that's fine, dude. Yeah, cool. I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> but it's so weird because you've, like, spent years thinking about it and like building shame or ideas about how people yeah. are going to respond. And then you tell them and you're like, Oh, everyone's fine with who I am. Yeah. Okay. I know it was weird. And like, I'm also looking back to now, uh, I'm very like grateful for the fact that I did have such an easy group of people, uh, to be surrounded by and like my family included, like no one really even batted an eye. Actually the, the worst thing is when people are always like, I knew that. Like, of course oh, you are. Yeah, I hate, rude. I hate that. But at the same time, it's also like you can have that reaction because yeah. if you felt that this whole time and you were waiting for a person to say something, then, you know, I guess that's a valid yeah, response. There may be like a less self-righteous way to say that, right. though. Because it like, makes be it like, about them. Oh, I, yeah. About, I like when people are always like, I knew that. Like they're taking credit for your sexuality. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Like they formed me out yeah, of Yeah, they're clay. like, oh, I developed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Thank it, you. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I was a little surprised only because it's funny because like, well, everybody who knows Brooks loves Brooks. Uh, I know that was like my first No that was my first response yeah. When I met you I told Dave I was like well, Who is this guy I love him <laughs> Yeah we made a, The three of us Collaborated on a uh, Video together Which I think we've mentioned On prior episodes But if you want to see Brooks in action uh, oh, Check out uh, It's called Alone Together And the episode is called The Worst Couple in the World Is mm. that what it's called yeah, uh, Yes something The most that. annoying couple yeah. um, And yeah. we, Stevie and I Got to play really Awful monsters And uh Brooks had to deal with us. Yeah, it was um, great. That was such a fun show. It was very, very, was very fun. fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's. Um, so you were oh, surprised. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised because um, everyone, including women, loved Brooks, and it wasn't the kind of thing where it was like, oh, and they were dote on him like a gay best friend. I was like, oh, well, these girls legitimately love him, and they are like in love with him. Oh, that's yeah. weird, though. Yeah, yeah, it's it weird. Is weird. Yeah, I don't but like I can, want to be tricking people. You no, you know? no. no, you. Yeah. I just don't think. I just don't think you have that. Um, you don't have the gay best friend vibe, though. Yeah, and I actually, I, you can kind of pick up on uh, on this thing that specifically women do, uh, which is like that gay best friend or like that fruit fly attitude and wait like is that a saying a fruit fly <gasps> yeah or there's you know oh my god that's so much better than fag hag yeah i was gonna say fag hag is kind of like the main one but fruit that's, fly i think fruit is a little fly more is appropriate maybe my favorite thing i'm glad, I've great, this year. Right? Yeah. I'm glad fag hag is on its way out yeah yeah me too. i mean i think yeah people are very uh hesitant to say fag now which is fantastic or it should be in, at least in our world i mean oh yeah we, oh, we oh yeah sorry <laughs> We are in a bubble. Yeah, yeah. sorry. We're, we're broadcasting from a dome. From a liberal yeah. bubble in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's okay. We're okay. Yeah. But yeah, like you can, I, or at least I can personally pick up when I meet, you know, a new girl or, you know, friend of a friend or something and they'll find out that I'm gay and they're like, oh my God, we have to like go shopping or like, let me show you some texts from this guy. I need your advice. And I'm kind of a bro. Yeah. So I'll just be like, I don't fucking know what, <laughs> like, I don't take me shopping. I shop at the Gap. Yeah. Uh, don't <laughs> give me, you know, your texts because 
I'm going to just tell you to send him the eggplant emoji over and over again. Oh, that's great. But that's you're what not I a bro. You just think that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you're def- you definitely don't have the vibe of being, I would never ask you to go shopping. Yeah. But also, I hate shopping, so I, I feel you like I'm, anyone on, to go shopping. I, yeah, I'm yeah. on the same spectrum as you are, whatever that is. Um, wait, okay. We didn't even delve into it. Um, what? Uh, well, I want, I want you to list off your food allergies. Oh, oh my okay. God. Yeah, so you had said earlier that you have food restrictions. Yes. So I'm uh, about to relate to you on this. There's so yes. many. And, and this has made my dating life unnecessarily difficult. Yeah. Uh, so I'm allergic to the like large umbrella group is legumes. Okay. So that's like soy, peanuts, all beans, peas, anything <sighs> like that. God. Jicama, which is like a weirdly, uh, it's like in the same family as yeah. legumes. Someone described um, it once as a potato apple, and I think that's perfect. Oh, that is absolutely perfect. Yeah, I, yeah, it's delicious, and it's that's the perfect name for it. Yeah, it's gross. I had it once, and I went to the hospital, which is something wow. that happens to me kind of often. Uh, you carry an EpiPen? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do I mean, too. It's, you know, in my car right now outside. But Oof, it's just exploding <laughs> in there. A <laughs> hundred degrees. Your EpiPen is leaking all of yeah, your seats. I know all my stuff. It's in my trunk, so hopefully it's cooler Oof. back there. Okay, that's how cars work, right? Spare it's tires. In the back. Yeah, it's, Spare it's tires maybe in EpiPen. <laughs> it's maybe ninety nine degrees back there in the yeah. trunk, and not a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what else are you allergic to? Um, well, okay, so soy is now in everything. Yep, and especially with like all of this health stuff going on, even more so in Los Angeles. Like people want to get sushi, people want to get Thai food, people want to get like. You know, let's go check out this cool uh, Vietnamese restaurant. And I can't eat anything on those menus. Anything. Like, because they have peanuts everywhere, they have soy sauce everywhere. And so it's like, even if I ordered something that didn't have what I was allergic to in the dish, just not knowing the preparation that's happening in the kitchen Mm. is enough for me to, you know not have a good time even if I didn't it's eat so anything. stressful yeah. it's stressful it's really really stressful. yeah and you're just waiting for a response which is terrible too right I um a hundred percent can relate to you on this oh this feels great then I about seven years ago I was diagnosed with 28 food allergies 28 Ooh, that's so many it was so many oh my god Wait, is it all under one like family kind of there were different families but here's the weirder thing so mm. for four years i didn't eat 28 of these items it was soy it was pe- like peas it was nuts yep <laughs> almonds nuts. walnuts yep. um weird things like sage like certain sage really yeah like what certain is sage of part of and sometimes people like put ki- i don't know they like they cook with it they cook with it like, like thyme like and stuff sage and butter it's yeah like, like yeah cool. yes they love that <laughs> yeah, like, that's like a nice combination yes yeah, sesame seeds poppy seeds, yeah, sesame seeds so many things okay Everything. so for four years i didn't eat any of them wow and then i went to the hospital uh-huh. because something happened and yeah. they were like we can't figure out what's wrong with you you had like an allergic reaction yep yeah and they were like we don't know and it happened again and they were like we don't know Ugh. and then um and then it turns out i'm allergic to only one thing oh no which is wheat wheat <laughs> gluten oh so you're a gluten-free person yeah All so right. what happened was my tests came back because there was wheat like gluten in some of the items like because i came oh. back allergic to barley Yep. Everything came back positive. I've heard from from my allergist that those tests aren't even that accurate. No, he, that's really? what they say. They're yeah. like, they're not oh, accurate. Fuck. Yeah. So at all. It's like. So I may have never been allergic to any of them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But so for four years, I did that and had a date. Oh, no. And then now all I have to do is not eat gluten. Not That's kidding. Pretty, uh, but I relate to you a hundred percent because it's such a pain. And it's even so in telling people, because I'm also basically vegan. Yeah. So in telling people, like when you go for dates, they're like, "Let's go to dinner," and I'm like, "Yeah, no problem. I'm vegan and gluten free. Yep. <laughs> have fun." Right. <laughs> and then it's like I have to Enjoy dictate. Yeah. I have to dictate uh, where we eat. Yep. And then I feel like if you're just meeting this person for the first time it comes off as a deal breaker. Yeah. It, and I think if people aren't open-minded to, or can't relate, yeah, I, like, cause I, I'm fine with people being allergic to things. Cause it actually makes me feel better about myself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like someone being like, Oh yeah, I also have that problem. Right. Um, but it's, uh, 
it's a it's really actually I have a lot of fear around telling people like I'm gluten free yes. and like vegetarian vegan kind of thing because yeah. you I worry that it it, it makes you sound LA and mm-hmm. high maintenance. Does yes. it affect your dating life? Most men don't care and if they do care um I don't want to date them to be yeah. honest. Like I actually find that if you if you care that I cannot eat something that will make me violently ill. Right. Then maybe free, you're not the right yeah. person for me. <laughs> like yeah. I think it's pretty, you know, like I would be fine if someone was like that's too much for me. I'd be like, "Oh, okay, great." Right. That's I good. wanted to show you this good bagel. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird though when people always bring it up. Like that's the weird thing for dating is when they're like, "Oh, right, you can't have a bagel." Right, like feel sorry for you. And I'm like, "Yeah, no, I can it's have fine. I can have a gluten-free bagel. Yeah. I can eat everywhere. Don't don't like sometimes I'm just like don't don't work around me. I just can eat a salad anywhere. Mm, it's just Have that I wanted to take uh, you to this bagel place. Oh, I wanted to get you the best pizza, and they only make it on wheat. I'm like, I don't care then. The best pizza and bagels in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, luckily now everywhere in Los Angeles that serves bagels and pizza has also gluten-free. yeah is gluten free. Yeah, like everyone mercifully. Is, that's that's one thing where people are yes. like outwardly trying to appease the gluten free community. But like in my case, no one cares about the soy or peanuts. You know what though? mm -hmm. There are some companies that do and that I buy from them. Yes. There are a few companies like through like um, Whole Foods and Lassen's. Yes. That they're always like soy, wheat, and like dairy free. And I love those companies because I'm like that works for everyone. But they upcharge like a mofo. Oh, they're like $8 for crackers. Oh yeah. It's It's crazy. It's insane. Are there there places that you found that you can almost eat everything? Like are there places that you are like safe places for you? So I can usually like um, anything that's kind of American style like burgers, sandwiches. I'll usually feel very comfortable there. Any Italian restaurants, French restaurants, Spanish restaurants, I can Mm. always find Nothing stuff. Asian ever. It's really just like, yeah. I have Asian, trouble with that too. Asian food. And to the point where like, I don't think I can ever even go to Asia, which is insane. Or I could, but it no, would you be, would have trouble it eating would be hard. Yeah. It would be really You'd have difficult. to pack like bread and exactly. stuff. Exactly. I would have to make all of my own meals. Wow. I, it, and that stinks because, you know, it sort of defeat the purpose of going to a place that's known for great food. Exactly. You know, it's like, I would love to go to Thailand and see these like beautiful beaches and yeah. these cool like shacks on the water. But you know, I would be eating popcorn. Yeah. But you know what though, actually <laughs> like at, in places like Thailand, you're better off not eating the watered like vegetables. Cause the, mm. we're like, uh, we get sick if we eat oh, their yeah, water. Yeah. So it's like, you might be fine there because they serve like French fries. Yeah, it's true. I'm sure I, w- I could figure it out. I want but you to it go makes to Asia. Me nervous. Yeah. Whenever people are like, you should go, you should go. In my head, I'm like, don't ever do that. And then yeah. my mouth says, I would love to go. Like, yeah. I would love to go to Thailand. You know what? I was planning a trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just envisioning a carry on full of bread and jelly. <laughs> oh. yeah, it is possible. But or a checked bag with like everything. Yeah. So. Trader Joe's sausages. So interesting. I do love those. I know. Love, you do? I love anything Trader Joe's. I'm I am like the spokesperson for Trader Joe's. I, I love want Trader them, Joe's. I want them to give me money to just walk around and scream their praise. That's so great. That means you want to have a job at Trader Joe's. Oh, I should just work a register. Yeah. At Trader Joe's. yeah. You should be both a comedy writer and work at Trader Joe's. Yeah. I you would be the ultimate the, Trader <laughs> Joe's cashier. Yeah. Very personable, very friendly. You have a lot of misconnections written about you. Yeah. yeah. A lot of meat cutes. I think this guy's I think that guy was hitting. I think he's everyone like super, Men, super nice. Women, yeah. anyone. Oh, yeah. And I lean in and I kiss every person. <laughs> just gently on the top of that. Yeah. yeah. So sweet. I'm like, yeah. he's the sweetest Enjoy person I've ever shumai. met. Yeah. Take care. Something Enjoy really this nice. pre-baked dessert that's frozen. I went to Trader Joe's a mere five hours ago. <gasps> what did you get? Six hours ago. Let's talk about your groceries. Okay. Um, Dish. Yeah. Di- give us the gossip. I love their pre packaged sandwiches uh they have like a chicken salad sandwich that's great you can eat everything in it Uh uh-huh wow yeah so as long as i can read the ingredients that to me is the ultimate uh safety Uh, if i can hold something and read the ingredients then that's great however a couple weeks ago i was up in big bear for a bachelor party with some friends and we were leaving and we stopped in a cafe and i bought a meal it was like a salad that i read all the ingredients of posted on the salad Still had her bad reaction. 
and I had to drive home from Big Bear. Oh, oh no! Oh, it was awful. What did, did the reaction look like? Uh, I like broke out in hives. I was Ugh. like puking what on the was? side what of the road. Think? I had to go to a Denny's. I don't know. I have no idea, and that's the thing. I'll what? never know. That's the tricky part about those allergies is like sometimes they're just in it's there. Invisible. Yeah, it's totally invisible. They're invisible. Let's take a really quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Stevie Nelson and Dave Horwitz of I Burn Everything. And this episode is brought to you by Kitchen Table App. It's a social dining app. It brings friends and colleagues and strangers and neighbors all together so you can have a shared dining experience. Yeah, it provides you, the individual, with the ability to host a meal in your own home in the privacy of your own home, a cool dinner party. Or better yet, or just better go yet. to someone yeah. else's house. You can just go to someone's house and experience yeah. a cool dinner party. You don't even have to have... You know, seven college friends who invite you somewhere, like a cool yeah. couple. You could just, you don't have to know them. You could just show up. You could just show up. And you get to know people as you're there. And the cool part is the app's free. It allows anyone to connect. Um, and like there's LA tastemakers and chefs and stuff that are hosting, which is amazing. So it just launched, the app just launched in LA in February. And they're hosting their kitchen table dinner party in the Arts District in uh, downtown LA on July 14th to celebrate the launch. Yeah, you guys can actually go to this dinner party. You can go to this launch and celebration of the app. It's going to be co-hosted by six of LA's food and tastemaker influencers. They're going to post the event of the Kitchen Table app and they're going to open up nine seats. So there's only nine seats available, guys. And if you want to go, email podcast at kitchentableapp.com and let us know you heard our promotion on this show, I Burn Everything. Get 50% off your seat and your plus one seat when you book two seats at the Influencer Dinner on July 14th. Guys, remember that. Write it down right now. Take out your planners. Take out your quill pens that your aunt gave you yes. for a weird graduation Take, present. And write down July 14th. Influencer kitchen Dinner. Table kitchen Table app, app. Arts District. Let them know. I Burn Everything is how you heard about this. Podcast at kitchentableapp.com. And hey... Meet some cool, weird people over some, uh, you know, pheasants. Yeah, maybe, maybe fall in pheasants. love over some food. Yeah, why not? And then let us know. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. And we're back. We did it. <laughs> we took a break. Okay, so we've talked probably... More about food than we normally do. I on really the show. liked it. I like that it's naturally leaning that way. Yeah. yeah. I want to know. So, what, um, so, you know, our audience doesn't know this. Stevie might not know this. I know this because you're my friend and coworker. Uh, but you, uh, I know you are single. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for in a relationship? Or are you looking for a relationship? I think more so now than ever before, potentially because. I've now hit that point where everyone is getting married and having kids. Yeah. Uh, Actually. Legit everyone. Oh, everyone. My sister-in-law, my brother's wife, her due date was yesterday. (gasps) She's still waiting. So Uh, even during this interview, I could get a phone call being like, congratulations, you're an uncle. That would be the best episode we would ever have. Like it just changes your whole life right here. Yeah, that would be amazing. And it's recorded. And then like I could look back anytime and be like, so your phone's behind you. Don't look at it yet. But before we sign off, we'll have you check your phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We only have 15 more minutes. So I hope it happens right now. I I really do. Uh, It's going to be great. I'm the most excited. So you're Uh, at a point where everyone's getting married, which is true. That is a very true thing that's happening. So more so than ever, I am now feeling like uh, I would love to be in a good relationship, have a nice boy to bring home to the family and take to parties and go out on fancy restaurant dates and all that. Uh, <laughs> Do you but, feel like you've gotten close with the people you've dated or you're still sort of like looking for that uh, thing that looks right to you and when you know, you know? Um, yeah, I, I think I've I've been a serial dater, but the serial part is like, the two to three to six week relationships and then I'm out and that's mostly on me and I'm trying to figure out a better way to like uh, not bail so quickly. But at the same time, I always justify it with the idea that, you know, it's like, oh, well, my gut's telling me to bail and like I'm not feeling this and I should bail. So it's like that constant battle of yeah. Like, is this person not right for me or am I chickening out because it's becoming more serious? Like where that line is and when it gets crossed. Yeah. yeah. It's a tricky line, isn't it? Yeah. I, think I, I battle with the same. Oh, I battle with the same thing. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm out about two weeks. Yeah. I give it about two weeks and I'm like my, my gut almost a hundred percent of the time is like, mm, it's time to go. Yeah. 
And you know what? I've legit never regretted it with one of the people. I like, feel the same way. I right? Don't, I don't ever look back. There might be one person where I was like, oh, maybe that would have been kind of cool, but the circumstances weren't working anyway. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I've never really like regretted that. Me neither, ever. I've always been like, that was right. So like, we I made trust the right my gut. choice? Yeah, I think we made the right choice. And I think if you just, I think the key is you just check in with yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're If you're connected to what you actually feel, if it doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. it might not be right. Yeah. Like that's ga- my theory. What do you guys think about timing? Uh, and if that factors in, for example, 100%. you're seeing someone, you do, you're seeing yeah. someone, it's great, yeah. really hitting it off. Almost pretty much every aspect of it is great, but you've sort of set in motion the idea that you don't want to be serious with anybody right now. Um, and so you have to kind of cut it off because the other one's like getting feelings. But isn't that self-imposed timing? Yeah, that doesn't seem like timing. Timing to me seems like that's a like rule you put on yourself, right? Where you're like, oh, I break my own rule. But timing feels like someone just out of div- out of a divorce, yeah. or somebody it just met someone else. Or, I guess what I mean know? is like just out of a relationship, and so oh. trying not to date. Mm. So it wouldn't just be super self-imposed. I, it would be imposed, self-imposed, but based off of a, a life event. I think timing is huge. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to feel ready in some capacity. I've, I've thought I was ready before. Like after this last relationship ended, I've been dating and yeah. thought on multiple occasions that I was like ready to seriously date some of these people and sincerely realized it through it that yeah. I wasn't, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is too, this is way too much. Huh. Like realized I was like, Oh, I don't need a relationship right now. I'm not ready for one. Yeah. Do you both, feel as if though that you kind of rely on timing to be this fate based uh like part of dating where it's like if timing were going to work out it happens because of some larger scale reason like i i worry that if i'm waiting on timing then i'm just gonna keep waiting yeah you know it's like you kind of have to put yourself in the right place at the right time yeah I believe in a nice mixture. Yeah. I think timing, I think that I have a lot of faith in just that like the right person is going to show up. Right. I have massive amounts of faith in that. Yeah. I believe I'm going to get married. I believe I'll have like a healthy relationship. But I, like I also, that. you know, but I also 50% of me is also like, but I also go out and mm-hmm. I do things mm-hmm. and I set myself out and I'm dating and I'm active. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? So why hasn't it happened yet? Well, probably because I've only had a window of four months. Oh, okay. <laughs> But I mean, I guess Hurry in the grand up, scheme Stevie. of your life, you know, you've had a, yeah. a, a single moment of four months, but like prior to that, you know, like I, I feel the same way. Like I think that I'm a very like sociable person. I go out, like I have a day job, I have p- plenty of part-time jobs. And so it's like the people or the amount of people that I meet is gigantic. Yeah. And so you would assume that through this gigantic group of people and just being like not scary creep you would eventually meet someone yeah and still at this point i haven't so i it's like how long do you have to wait for timing like yeah i think it also i mean it, I, I think, think it, also know? Just, it boils down to pickiness sometimes too not i mean yes. pick, and pickiness is like uh not a dirty word i don't think but you know like i think that when we, we've talked before yeah you always call me picky but i i appreciate your candidness because you're not wrong <laughs> Yeah, well, because that because you're like, I mean, look, audience, uh, you, you, there's a picture of him. He's a good-looking dude. He's smart. He's funny. He's uh, not. He's young and uh, twelve. I, yeah, he's, he's so, a twelve-year-old boy. He's so young. Um, so young. But yeah, it's like I mean, I think I think I think that you will know when you know. Yeah. And I and I the only reason I I I wouldn't think that if I hadn't seen you with people and met people that you've been with me like oh cool and then you've just said it's not right and i would normally just accuse someone of being like come on what's what's happening here yeah uh you, you got at some point this someone's got to be but you know like but you haven't been like fully in the game for like that long and you're just true. sort of like yeah seeing what feels right but yeah. also don't we think that some of that is like yeah he's very ele- like he's a very he would be a very good catch right mm-hmm 
but you also want to feel that way about someone else. Right. Like, I feel like that's half of probably, at least from what I understand of you, like that's half the problem where you're like, but I don't feel that way about you. Like, they're like, you're a catch. I want to nail this down. Yeah. And you're like, but I should be excited about you too. Right. Well, I mean, I feel, yes, I think it it, it is huge to, um, it's huge to also feel the same way. If someone's like, Hey, you're a catch. You want to feel like that person's a catch too. But then are you setting yourself up for failure by, I'll use myself for this example. Like if I think that I'm a catch, am I then being arrogant by not ever thinking that the other person is a catch? And like you set your expectations way too high. You're putting your dating persona up on a pedestal. Like I should be able to think that anyone is a catch based off of knowing, getting to know them. Yeah. I don't think that's arrogance. I hear this. Yeah. I hear it, but I don't think it's arrogance. I think there's a difference between, oh, I'm a catch and and this is the level I measure myself to and someone's got to be this good versus what it really is, which is just, hey, when you're, heads are both on the pillow and you're talking about something before you go to sleep like you want that conversation to be great you want to be laughing real hard you want to like look across Mm -hmm. the table and go yes i did it yeah we did it we figured it out instead of like you're good yeah you're nice yeah and i think i think a lot of people i i don't like the phrase settling because i don't know that those people even know that they're settling you know what i mean i think that's yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, I'm always yeah. like, people aren't settling necessarily. Um, they yeah. chose they someone. They think they're winning. Right yeah, they now. think yeah. they got everything. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think that if you, I, part of me is like, if I've waited for, I'm 31. If I've waited for 31 years, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like accept something that I'm like, well, there might be something better out there. Like, I want to be like so stoked. Yep. I want to not be able to believe that the person who's going to marry me is about to marry me. Right. Like, I want to be just like blown away. That's a great attitude. You know, but also through getting to know them over time. And I think that's a mistake I've made in the past is really quickly just like being like, okay, sure. Yeah. And then being like, who am I dating? Yeah. Yeah. I also fear that um, like with all the dating apps too, yeah. I now can constantly be on the search for something better. Yep. Even like when I'm kind of slowly starting to like enter one of these short lived relationships that I mentioned earlier, I'll still have these dating apps and you can check on Tinder and or whatever. Yes. And then you see someone else and you go, oh, damn. Like, yeah. That's out there. What am I doing with this person? And that's like so horrible. I never want to be on the receiving end of that. Mm-mm. I feel bad enough being on, you know, the other end of that. So I don't know. I, know. I, I don't know where the like balance is. Well, I think if you're stoked about someone, you're not really looking for other people. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's I find point. that when I'm truly excited about someone, I'm it doesn't it wouldn't even matter to me if the world's hottest man liked me <laughs> because I also know that the world's hottest man probably has like a bad personality. Yeah. You can't, so, <laughs> you can't be both. <laughs> no, you can almost never be both. But like, I don't know. I feel like there's like some set of blinders when I and that's how I know when I really like someone because yeah. I have like these blinders on where I'm like, they're everything. Yep. Huh. You know, I wonder if that's like the litmus now where if you really like someone, your friend can bring up one really shitty thing about that person. And if you can write it off, then yeah. that means that it's a yeah. good well, like, pursuit. If you're like, yeah, who cares? And it's no like, one's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah who cares? Really He's nice, fine. Actually. But imagine, cause it's like that thing we talked about with our, your food allergies, right? Mm-hmm. Where like, it would be amazing to date someone who's like, that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter to me. Yeah. I love that. And that's only happened to me like once or yeah, twice. Yeah, great. Let's get a coffee. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Let's drink coffee Let's for the rest of Let's just walk around. Let's just sit and talk. It's fine. Yeah. I had one relationship where my ex um, got in a fight, started screaming about me about how I couldn't eat gluten. Whoa. And I was like, that's legit something. Was I- he a ninja turtle? Like, why? <laughs> what was he so upset Babe, about? Babe, the pizza just got here. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? What would make him that angry about something so trivial? I mean, anything. It was probably everything except for gluten, you oh, know? wow. But he I was remember- just looking for something. Was it he didn't believe you or he didn't like that you were gluten-free because it was annoying? No, he just d- doesn't know how to express himself in any other way. So Aww. he just picked apart something I couldn't control. The poor baby. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know how to express his emotions. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, right. He tests it, <laughs> like sneaks it in daily, food, yeah. every, daily doses of tiny bits of gluten. Yeah, but okay. then it built up your tolerance, and then you're no longer. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm no longer allergic to he anything. And then out I go a bagel on Monday, and then drops a little tiny bagel roll into your whatever, into your vegan chili. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, Brooks, yes. 
We have come to the end. Okay. But before we do, we conclude it. with the five questions. Yes, let's do it. Okay, great. Here we go. Question one. What was your best first date? My best first date. Um, oh, man. I wish I could say something like going to Disneyland or something weird like that. But I feel like the majority of my first dates are going to bars, like meeting up for a drink and doing the like casual meet and greet. Um, I did have one a couple of years ago, actually when we were living together, when I was dating, I won't say names, but uh, a gentleman from across the pond yes. uh, who was fantastic. And that was like the best pseudo relationship I had, but it was like four months or something. But we went out and we drank and then we took a lift back to my house. Ooh. <laughs> Which was also my house. Which was also Ooh. Dave's house. <laughs> and... Uh, I just remember the next day we were in the parking lot of a grocery store and uh, I think we had just bought a bunch of like coffee and I think he got a pack of cigarettes and uh, some lady sneezed like all the way across the parking lot and he just stood up on someone's car bumper and was like, God bless you, miss. And I, I immediately, <laughs> I immediately was like, oh, I love this man. Oh, my gosh. I, I thought it was like the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that is Ooh, that really is a very cute. nice detail. Yeah. And that was like all part of that first date. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was cool. That was a fun night. Oh, it's it's so special. Two, do you believe in love at first sight? Um, ah, I, I like want to. I don't, I haven't experienced that yet. Uh. At least I've experienced lust in first sight, uh, where you see someone, you're like, yeah, I want to, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I, I think I need to experience that before really confirming it. Um, oh, I love that. Although I am definitely like a romantic person. So. This is maybe the most optimistic answer we've ever had. Well, still not saying outright. Yes. Also. Yeah. yeah also. Everyone says no. Everyone says no. Straight up. No. Oh yeah. I mean, but, I kind of want to say no, but I also I liked, want, I, I liked like your answer. I yeah. like that your answer is I'm not sure. I haven't experienced it. I'm open to experience. I right. like that. It's, it's like an with open, ghosts. You yes. know, like I kind of want to believe in ghosts. Ghosts and love at first sight. <laughs> yeah. yeah the same, same thing. Like thing. if I see one, I'll believe in it. But. People yeah. have said they've seen an alien. People have said they've fallen in love at first sight. So until yeah. I'm proven wrong, um okay three what food item do you eat the most Ooh, um i eat a lot of like chicken just like protein like chicken turkey sure yeah, I eat yeah a you lot gotta of get that. those 300 grams you gotta get those 300 grams baby <laughs> oh and i also eat a lot of chips and salsa yes you like a hundred percent chips and salsa you like all green salsa right oh yeah salsa verde that's, non-stop that's like a dude thing there was like not Dudes love chips and salsa. I feel like I would never go get chips and salsa from a store. Every single time I go to the grocery store, even if I'm there to get a sandwich, I'll still buy chips and salsa. Wow. Just to like continuously have them in my wow. kitchen. Wow. And I try to not keep them in my kitchen because I'll just go right through them. Everyone Ugh. loves them. I, I could have it in my fridge for two years and not touch it. Wow, really? It's not that I don't care. It's you can't like, keep salsa for two years. I can. <laughs> Newsflash. <laughs> Expiration I can. are a thing. It will just be moldy. You ever, you ever taste old salsa and it tastes like licking a nine-volt battery? Like it's weirdly oh. like acidic. Yes, I have. It's like weirdly sp- spicy, yeah, but not like jalapeno. Spicy like... Oh, is this like robot food? Oh, yeah, it's no. spicy where your body Zingy. all of a sudden realizes that you're not supposed to be eating this. Yes, wow. big mistake. Uh, okay, question four. Terrible news, Brooks. You're dead or oh. you're about to die. Ugh. You're you've been you've either been sentenced to death, whatever. All you need to know is you won't suffer. Okay. You know it in advance, and you are able to spend the last moments on earth eating your favorite meal. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Wow. Look at that. Not even a hesitation. The wow. man knows what he likes. I yeah. Outside That's of all you would eat. like a whole pint? Yeah, I would eat a whole pint. How about I a, mean if I'm gonna die then like let's get you a half gallon. Let's uh, get you yeah. what kind? Is there a certain brand that you love? Um I like uh Briars. Oh, I love Actually, Briars. Actually, the Trader Joe's. I'm just plugging Trader Joe's. <laughs> wow. Their mint chip is real good. I'd always have we that. will We will accept money from Trader Joe's to sponsor. Uh-huh. That would be great. Yeah. I will take a cut of that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love that answer. So confident. <laughs> Very confident. Okay. So we're looking for one word that describes both your eating style and your dating style. Like how you eat, how you live, health, fitness, all that stuff. How you date and romance? Can you can you tie them together? Rolled into one Ooh. word, and that's don't think gr- too hard on about it. That's a great question. I'm gonna go with meticulous. Wow! Did I nail it? Yeah, Dave loves that answer. Yeah, 
I think it's true. Also, it's because you just true. know yourself really well. I feel like what I'm listening to this entire podcast is like this guy knows who he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I spent a long time not knowing, and so now I feel like it's very important for me to know. This is your reward. Yeah. I like I've gone out of my way to trim the fat of you know social life and dating life and all that just to be like. I want to specifically know what makes me happy and what doesn't and like, you know, amp up the things that make me happy and cut out the things that don't. That's wonderful. So wonderful. And if uh, we could all live like that. Final bonus can. question. Uh, y'all want a boo Y'all want a boo-foo. Oh. Now, uh, I just, Excuse me? Now, <laughs> this is, it's not an appropriate uh, thing to go out on. I just, I just. Uh, I like how you're like, no, it's not. Absolutely I not. Just, could you just tell the audience what that, what boo means? Um, it was from our comedy troupe in college a solid 10 years ago where we would make fun of our other teammate who is from the South and we would just constantly make fun of his Southern accent, even though he didn't even have one. Like it was a bit and uh, <laughs> it turned into y'all want a boo which stands, which is the abbreviation of but fuck. <laughs> so just hey, the idea of casually hey, asking. Y'all want a boo-foo? Y'all want a boo-foo? Y'all want a boo-foo is so funny. I, I want a t-shirt of y'all want a boo-foo. Yeah, we should make some. I'm, That'd be nice. Yeah. I, I can design it for you guys in watercolor. That would be amazing. Ooh, the the, the maybe more that beautiful some, it looks, the funnier it is. Yeah, the prettier and more delicate it is. Glitter, stars, yeah, everything. Um, okay, wonderful. Well, um, we'll we'll get a plug in before you look at your phone. Brooks, where can people find you? Uh, I have a website, brooksmorrison.com. That's all of my acting and writing and directing stuff. Perfect. Cool. Um, great. Well, uh, this, so let's have the phone be the, literally the last thing that happens. Um, guys, subscribe. continue to subscribe, continue to rate us, continue to leave reviews. Yeah. It really helps. We just want any kind of feedback at all. Thank you um, to those of you who have left reviews. We love them. Um, just keep going. You know, I'm just saying this in the calmest possible voice I can, but you know, people usually when they say that, they say it really helps us. Um, but what they really mean is it's really important. Yeah. Mm. This is important for our survival. Yeah. As a podcast and as a people. Yeah. Um, it's like a Hunger Games thing. Okay, let's. Okay, can we Brooks. check your phone? Oh my gosh. We got to see if you have. So nervous. It's maybe I mean, there might be a lot of buildup. No, but I do have a missed FaceTime call from my friend Mike. Okay. Okay, so. that's almost as exciting. That's almost okay. as exciting. All yeah. right. Maybe Mike is about to have a kid. That would be amazing. Okay, well, to so Mike's unborn <laughs> child, we say congrats. And Mazel Tov, Mike. Thank you. Mazel. Uh, hey, guys. This is another fun-filled episode of Iber and Everything. I want to thank our guest, Brooks Morrison. Thank hey, you. Hey, I want to thank you two for both being handsome and uh, smart people. Aw, thanks, Brooks. You're welcome. Hey. Uh, hey, Stevie. Hey, Dave. Bye. Bye. Network.